0: Hey everyone, it's Tony, and today I'm joined by Rachel and Adam. Hi guys. Hey.
1: Hey Tony.
0: And we are all very excited for the upcoming release of Disney's new streaming service, Disney Plus. <gasps> That's right. Un- unless you've been living under a rock for the past uh, year and a half, you're getting hit with this left and right by Disney now, their <laughs> ad campaign is in full force, and uh, the 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 channel the channel. Look at me being old. <laughs> the service <laughs> is premiering in right now, less than uh, just five days, a little more than five days and ten hours or thereabouts. By the time you listen to this, it
2: might be a little less than that.
0: That's right. It might be three days. Might be two days. Uh, and if you're you know if you're a procrastinator like me, it's already debuted like a year and a half ago. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Tony, you got to catch up. I do. I'm, uh, I'm a little backlogged. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Disney Plus is Disney's new streaming service. It's going to be very much like Netflix. Uh, it's going to include classic Disney content, um, some Fox uh, series and movies, which is one of the benefits of the Disney Fox purchase earlier this year. It's also going to include original content. So there are some new shows and movies coming out, some remakes, which, you know, that can be a plus or a negative, depending upon how you look at it. And, uh, you know, we're going to get the National Geographic content, uh, because Disney now owns the National Geographic channel. Um, So there's going to be a lot of content coming out. So we're just going to throw the bowl and talk about uh, what we're excited for. So I guess we will let Adam take the wheel here.
2: All right. I'm excited to see the sound of music. Yeah, that's right. The Sound of Music is now a Disney movie.
0: Does that make Julie Andrews a princess?
2: Not only does it make Maria von Trapp a Disney princess, but Christopher Plummer, Admiral in the Navy, a uh, Disney prince. All those kids are going to be, you know, in Disney lore. And I cannot wait for the Austrian pavilion to come to Epcot where we can get the Sound of Music experience. To be honest, no, because I have that movie like three times on DVD. I am probably most excited for a lot of the older Disney movies that mm-hmm. I never got to see. For example, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, Treasure, Treasure Island, Treasure Island. Those movies are ones that, like, I would see bits and pieces of on those old video cassettes. Yeah, the video cassette. No, but they did the. Um, oh gosh, the sing along songs, and they would put clips from those movies into those sing along like tapes. Mm -hmm. But I never actually saw the whole movie. Gotcha. And now I'm going to be able to see the whole movie. So those I'm... And and those are kind of like classics. And there's a lot of like older park stuff going on with those movies that nobody really... You you can't really see anymore. I mean, unless if you like went to... It'd be hard to rent them. And I mean, I guess I could have like, you know, rented them online. But I don't really like paying to rent movies. Right. So now I'll be able to do that. Well, there you go. All right, Rachel, how about you?
1: I am. I've got to say I'm most excited about getting to watch some of these old movies that I watched as a child with my son. Some of them bring back scary flashbacks such as Pollyanna. Um, when I was in elementary school, every time it would rain and we couldn't go to recess, they made us watch Pollyanna. That are The NeverEnding Story. All I remember is all the kids would scream and laugh because it shows naked high knees or rears. I guess we said high knees when I was little, but it shows rears as they're jumping in the pool or something or the creek or whatever. But I don't really remember that that much, except for that just meant we were stuck inside. But I, we watched it a lot. Uh, Freaky Friday with Jodie Foster. I haven't seen that movie in ages. Some of these from the 1970s. And early '80s—that's that, what gets me. I think the most excited is just the nostalgia of it all. Although, right before you came on, I thought we were getting *Adventures in Babysitting* with Elizabeth shoe but y'all had to pop my bubbles. So I
0: did. We're we're getting the 2016 version from the Disney Channel, which yeah. uh, is is a far less superior version.
1: It really is. And you know, Thor is in *Who* um, *Adventures in Babysitting*. Oh, he is. Well, kind of. <laughs> In the 1980s version. But, um, and Wait, some what? others. What, Thor? Go ahead. What do you mean,
2: Thor? The...
1: Well, the little girl's hero is Thor. And. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. There's oh. a
1: cab driver or something. I, you know, I I'm, thought you were referring really... to
2: the actor, Chris Hemsworth. Is... No,
1: no, no. The character, like, All she right. wants to be Thor. Gotcha. But looking at some of these movies too, I think, ooh, weren't they kind of creepy in some ways? Like Willow. I know my sister loved that movie and but I cannot remember what that's about to save my life.
0: Oh my god, Willow is a great movie. Uh, it's directed by I believe Ron Howard.
1: Is it and, really?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a, a little a sci-fi fantasy kind of deal, starring um, That's a Warwick
1: film, Davis, it? right?
0: Warwick Davis, correct.
1: Yes. Okay. Isn't that a Lucas uh, film?
0: It is. It is. Lucas had involvement. Warwick Davis has been in, I believe, every Star Wars movie since uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, yeah. where he played Wicket the Ewok.
1: So, Wh- which uh, I dressed up as for Halloween when I was that movie came out. But I digress. But anyway, I like just. Seeing some of these movies or the fact that you can watch three men and a baby and rewind it and try to find the kid hidden in the curtain.
2: <laughs> right.
1: You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. Do you know about that, Adam?
2: I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't. Okay. But don't might- don't give it away. Don't give it away. I want to see it. I'm going to see it.
1: Well, it's just, there's some sort of myth about it. Isn't it? that what it is, Tony, or a legend, or I don't know? what. Uh, is that?
0: Some people say it's it's a myth. Some people say it's a ghost. Some people say it's a legend. So let Adam make his own mind up, I guess. Now, personally, me, I am very excited. You know, like you guys, I'm excited to see some of the old content. Uh, a lot of the classic Disney movies from the, the 70s that I grew up with, uh, the Herbie movies, Apple Dumpling Gang, Apple Dumpling Gang 2, uh, I'm not so big on the Witch Mountain movies, uh, but, you know, those were very popular in the 70s. Um, Wait,
1: Tony, who was in the Apple Dumpling Gang?
0: Uh, that would be Tim Conway and, oh, Lord, um, Mr. Furley. Yes. Uh, Don, Mr. Don Knotts. Don yes, Knotts.
1: Yes, that's another one we watched when it was raining.
0: As and, says. and Bill Bixby. Who Who's that? Uh, he played. He was Dr. Banner in the Incredible Hulk series. He was also in Courtship of Eddie's Father and My Favorite Martian. In the 60s. He's a big time director. You'd know him if you saw him. He, after after my father passed away, he was one of those guys who was like the cool dad in like sitcom reruns. And it's like always the guy that like, if I could have a dad, you know, a new dad, I want like Bill Bixby as my dad. Or Michael Landon. I wanted one of those two guys as, as my new dad. But, uh, you know, a lot of the old content. But I'm also looking forward to a, a lot of the... Of the new content. Uh, There is a a show called. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Which is a National Geographic show. uh, Which looks amazingly funny. Uh, I'm also looking forward to. As silly as this sounds. Even though I own every Blu-ray. And have every version of the film digitally. uh, I am looking forward to seeing. A lot of the Marvel films. Of course. Uh, The big news that just dropped. Originally Avengers Endgame. Was supposed to debut on December 11th. Uh, but Bob Iger made the announcement that uh, it would be available at launch on November 12th, uh, along with Captain Marvel. Uh, that was the first n- uh, MCU movie to not debut on Netflix. So going forward, all of the Marvel movies will debut on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you're looking to see all of the Marvel movies, uh, you're out of luck. Uh, Because a number of the phase uh, three movies like Thor, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War will not be available at launch uh, due to Disney's deal with Netflix. Any movie released between January 2016 and December of 2018 will remain on Netflix through the end of 2019. So there's going to be about a month and a half, a month and three quarters where those movies will not be on. Uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, that is the same case as well. Uh, so those movies will start to roll out onto Disney Plus beginning in 2020. So it, it, it's going to be a good time if you're a Disney fan. You know, I, 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 the one thing I used to love about the Disney Channel before it became just all these smart aleck kid shows was the fact that they used to air Vault Disney, which were old Disney shows. Um, so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to see a lot of the old content. Um, you know, I I'd love to see some of the old Mickey Mouse club episodes. I don't know if that's going to be on there. Um but Annette uh,
2: Venicello, those ones.
0: Annette Venicello, correct. Okay. A, a, a lot of those shows were great. You were an original musketeer, weren't you? Actually, I was. I was one of the fourth uh, uh, fourth year musketeers. I sure? wasn't the original musk. I, I am. I am. I look good in black and white. Much better in black and white than I do in color. A, another show I'm looking forward to seeing is Imagineering, where they go. It's a ten part series where they go behind uh, what the Imagineers do and how they create. You know, new rides, new attractions, new elements for the parks. Yes. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff.
2: Did you see the preview for that? Did you guys see the preview for that show? I did. I did. Rachel, did you see the preview for that show?
1: No, I did not.
2: All right, that's fine. Don't see it, because then you'll be more surprised when you see it, because I can't tell you. Okay, never mind. No,
1: go ahead. It's fine. (laughs) Go ahead. It's fine.
2: Earmuffs, Rachel. Earmuffs. No, because they showed. They had, like, Joe Rody, like, pulling behind a curtain, and they didn't show you what was behind the curtain. It was probably the the, uh, the Avatar Navi uh, AA figure that's in uh, Navi River Journey. There's a lot of older stuff, and from what I understand, there was supposed to be a documentary film put out like 10 years ago that never maybe was less than 10 years but it never did get put out so a lot of the that footage is in this what is interesting is just how much old footage there will be because that's obviously stuff that they never planned on i'm assuming they never planned on releasing it on a television program you know and obviously they didn't know about the internet 50 years ago so, right. it's interesting even thinking that they have so much old archived footage that they're comfortable with putting out for the public to to see and it might I mean I'd like to think that they're not going to give away secrets, but there's a possibility I guess that there could be some things that that might be, you know, revealed and they're willing to go with that, so I think that's really not only is that good for us, the fans, but it's also good for anybody that's willing and interested in pursuing a you know engineering, artistic type career that you know doesn't really see the nitty gritty how a day in day out life of that person is. Not to get all philosophical here, but a lot of times you know kids. Growing up, trying to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their life, they don't really have much real world experience, and and internships and the like are great, and even just working, but seeing it happen live in front of you is certainly going to make a difference in a uh, in a child's life, which I think is uh, really cool. Agreed. I
0: I know I know uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, and if I could do it all over again, I'd go back get an engineering degree and become an imagineer.
2: Well, you don't even have to be an engineer. You could you know they play an artist. Money, accountant people, I, I guess it helps, but I don't know if that's I don't know, Tony. You know what's gonna be cool is Monsters at Work. Now this is not coming out at the at the launch, but you got Billy Crystal and John Goodman are gonna be in there reprising their roles as Mike and Sully, which Are I, you
1: serious?
2: Yeah, now I'm I'm surprised they were gonna they there's no way they're gonna be doing that much in that show because those are heavy priced actors that I'm sure command a pretty penny and for them to put them on a you know streaming service television show is going to be interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not, they don't have many lines, but it's a great idea. It's like, you know, Monsters Inc. after they figure out that they can, you know, collect children's laughter to power up their city. So it's like a sequel, but instead of in movie form, it's going to be in television form, which is really cool.
1: Oh, that makes me, that's what I'm most excited about now. Cause See? Mike and Sully are just, that's, they're one of my favorite characters. They're some of my favorite characters in all of Disney movies.
2: You know, it's funny. I was thinking today, who is the best comedian type actor to appear in you know, a Disney movie? And, and you've got Billy Crystal, Don Rickles as, as Mr. Potato Head, and then you had, what's her name, Cloris Leachman? Yes. As the grandmother aunt in Bugs Life.
1: Well... Don't forget about Robin Williams.
2: Yeah, and Robin Williams is Aladdin. So, I mean, they've really got some. You know, I'm a big comedy fan myself, so they've really gotten a lot of. Comedic actors to play these roles, and it's interesting to see if they can get some of them, to, at least the ones that are still around, to come back. The other thing I'm excited for, well, this is again 2020, I guess we gotta, I'm excited for things that aren't even coming out this year, is the Muppets now. There's a short form, unscripted Muppets series coming out, which anything Muppets that I can get at this point in my life is good if it's new stuff, because they don't do enough, and I feel like it's kind of like You know, Muppets. It seems like it's kind of easy to produce things for them. I mean, just they're just a bunch of comedic puppeteers, and let them let somebody write it and just throw it out there, and you know, we'll laugh and cry and get all excited.
0: You would think it was easy.
2: Maybe it's not. I would think it is, but then again, I'm not in the industry, so I don't know.
0: Right now. Now, the cool thing is on the day it uh, the series debuts, there will be, I believe, 643 uh, shows, movies, series available. You know, you look at something like The Simpsons, all 30 years of The Simpsons are going to be available uh, right at the start. So that's one series. But it's crazy. But but 30 years is what, six hundred thirty. They do what, 20 some odd episodes a year. So you're looking at 600 episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, or thereabouts. So there's going to be a ton of content. You know, if you've grown up uh, like my daughters have with the Disney Channel, uh, you know, you're going to get all your Hannah Montana, Phineas and Ferb, Good Luck Baby Charlie, uh, which I know isn't the real name of the show, but it's what I call it, The Sweet Life. Uh, you're going to get all the old Kim Possible episodes. I mean, there's just, there's anything that's been on the Disney Channel in the past 20 years is going to be on there. And then even going back to the 80s and 90s, a lot of the old... Uh, the DuckTales shows are going to be on there. So it, it will be a trip down, uh, you know, nostalgia lane for a lot of people. You know, and as as cool as nostalgia is, I think the exciting thing is, you know, like Netflix, like Amazon Prime, like Apple Television, you know, Disney is putting money into their own content. They're going to be creating shows for the Marvel Universe uh, they're going to be doing Star Wars series. You know, none of us have mentioned The Mandalorian. I know I'm excited to, uh, uh, for that, which is, um, you know, taking place after Return of the Jedi. It's an eight-episode uh, space western, uh, you know, under the the leadership of John Favreau.
1: Tony, I have a question. And I yes. think I might have asked you this on Facebook, just posting, but... What in the world is Mandalorian? To me, it sounds like a musical instrument. I don't get that.
2: <laughs> it isn't it the car that what's his face drove in Back to the Future?
0: No, that would be uh, a Delorean.
2: Oh, oh, okay.
1: And maybe I'm putting accordion with Mandalorian, or a uh, mandolin and accordion, mandolin. and you put those together. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> so, so, uh, so the Mandalorian. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold go on. Go ahead. A mandolin is like a guitar type thing, right? Yes, sir. And then a accordion is like a handheld keyboard thing. Yes. You know how they had the keytars where you it was like a handheld keyboard guitar thing? Yes. So a Mandalorian is a handheld type accordion that is also with the neck of a guitar.
0: Uh no. The Mandalorian oh, no. is a uh fictional I don't want to say Wait, anti-hero because we're not sure it, if he's going to be good or bad.
2: It's definitely not not fictional, Tony. It's this all happened a long time ago. So. A long time
0: in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah,
2: so it's it happened.
0: So, it's, it's so weird. Rachel, if you if you saw Star Wars when Boba Fett was around,
1: yes, I did.
0: So the big thing was Boba Fett when he when he premiered in 1980. No, I'm sorry, it was Okay, Empire
1: Strikes and, Back.
0: Okay, Empire Strikes Back. So it was 1980. Yeah. Boba Fett. Everybody was nuts because he was wearing Mandalorian battle armor and nobody knew where it came from or how he got it. But we all knew, you know, because we were geeks back then that it was Mandalorian armor. So come to find out uh, Mandalore is a planet in the Star Wars universe and Boba Fett wore Mandalorian armor.
1: Okay, wait, how did people know that in the 80s? Because they didn't Google it.
2: That's a good Um, question.
0: It was probably on the toy package. (laughs) You know, Boba Fett and his Mandalorian battle armor. Um,
2: This is where we need Mark, because I'm sure Mark had the toy package.
0: Right. You know, so the, the Mandalorian is from the planet Mandalore. Uh, don't know if he's, you know, if he's just wearing Mandalorian armor. There's some rumor that this might actually be Boba Fett. There's supposed to be a big reveal, like in the first ten minutes of the sh- of the series, um, related back to classic Star Wars. It, it will be exciting to see uh, where that goes. Yeah, I, I'm excited for that because I can't get enough Star Wars. I, I'm, I'm hoping that it works very well. You know, they've been they've been trying to do a Star Wars series for a number of years, uh, including talking, doing it on regular television. These streaming services are a a great outlet um, because when you look at eight one-hour episodes, that's essentially four movies uh, that we're getting, you know, four two-hour movies. So it's it's a great way to share that content without having to go through the budget and production schedule of a a movie or a movie series.
2: From what I understand, budget, I don't don't know the exact numbers, but it is like movie-type budget, so...
0: Oh, they are. Yeah, there's big money involved and good special effects. I mean, it's not cheesy, I hope.
2: Yeah, no based on the way the 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 previews are, it looks like like a movie right but it which is just interesting It is interesting how much money they are investing into this new thing where you know they are giving out a lot of discounts if you wanted to pay ahead for disney plus I mean I paid three year like bundle and I paid about i don't know like two hundred and thirty dollars, I think
1: you bought the bundle through um oh d23 yeah
2: through d23 so they were giving out a special to d23 members which was nice but you didn't even have to be a paid d23 member you just could have the free version which is what i have i mean i like disney i don't know if i want to pay for a to be in a fan club though i just feel like that's a I don't know. Well, I don't know if we need you to can do
0: that. You can get D twenty three for free, actually.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. So I yeah. have the.
1: Do you get the magazine?
0: You do not get the magazine. No, okay,
2: so you just get like emails
0: and.
1: We and signed such. up for it, Adam. Keep an eye out for this when. Um, oh, it wasn't um, Friday. What's the Monday one called? Well, there's Black Friday and Cyber Monday or something. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Cyber Monday. I want to say it was Cyber Monday last year, and they had a huge discount on D23. Oh. Yes. And so we signed up. And I, I have to tell you, the magazine is fabulous. Now the initial box you get is filled with supposedly nostalgia items, but I was like, "What am I going to do with any of this?" In fact, if you want to add I'll send it to you. You can have my my stuff. Like it's <laughs> napkins and weird, bizarre things. It's very strange. <laughs> but the the magazine that you get is it's beautiful. It's like coffee table worthy, and it's huge. But it, we I mean we paid. Hardly anything for
2: that. It's good if if you want to. I just don't. And I'm not discouraging people to sign up for D23. I just I don't know. I just don't want to. I don't feel like paying for something like that. But regardless, I don't have a problem paying for the Disney Plus because I'm paying about like f- less than five dollars a month, basically for you know for three year contract, and they are lined up to have more star wars series with the obi-wan series there's the rogue one prequel Cassian indoor type series there's a bunch of marvel series that's going to be coming out that are over the next they have already got scheduled at least through like 2021 in terms of how they're going to come out so they are going to they have i mean they have to continue to push it out and when i was listening to one of the earnings calls because I'm an investor so I can get access to like whatever type of shareholder meetings that they have they admitted that they don't expect to turn a profit on Disney plus through uh, i believe it was 2021 so next year they don't even expect to turn a profit so they they are willing to accept losses on this platform in order to continue to build subscribers which listen as long as the content they produce is good and they keep refreshing and keep getting new stuff i think they'll always have people subscribing i mean even you know netflix is adding subscribers and amazon prime video is always adding there's the new Apple TV Plus, which is now producing content, which has some interesting things that I don't know if I'll ever have time to watch. That's the problem with all this content—you got to have time in the day to to listen to it. And well,
0: luckily I'm out of watch work right it. now, so so I will be listening to. Uh, I'll be watching everything on the day it debuts.
2: I mean, I'll be at watching from. I'll be watching from my office at work. You know, like, through my phone. You know, they don't even know need to know. That's fine. I don't really work half the time there anyway. But point is, even when I'm supposed to, that's the that's gonna be the problem. Is just trying to find time and you know maintaining a normal social life, getting out of the house every once in a while. Hopefully, I'm not just stuck behind the computer watching all this stuff. Not gonna. Kind of, may not be
0: healthy. I, I will be. Out. And and for <laughs> those of you who have not yet purchased, uh, Disney Plus is going to allow you to have uh, seven different accounts, and you will be able to concurrently stream four different sessions at any one time. And any content that you watch is going to be downloadable without any type of digital rights management uh, security associated with it so if you enjoy watching avengers endgame you can download it to one of your devices to watch offline at a later time which is which is pretty cool But I I just want to step back and, and you know, a couple minutes ago, Adam, we were we were talking about what the budget was for the Mandalorian. So for eight episodes of the Mandalorian, the budget is one hundred million. Compare that to Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which cost between two hundred and fifty and three hundred and seventeen million for a two-hour and forty-five-minute movie. So, it's not necessarily a big screen budget, but it is a big budget nonetheless.
2: To be what it's supposed to be, Star Wars, they. Hold it in high regard. I mean, they paid a lot of money for the franchise and they're building lands around the franchise and they have to. And John Favreau, who's the, you know, lead producer, I guess, of this series, is a big time, you know, Hollywood type director. I, you know, he's going to want a, his money to be able to produce this, so.
1: Wow. Woo! Yeah, I'm, my brain's spinning. You know, I, I'm not the most technologically savvy person. Um, I just figured out how to get Netflix to work in the past year. <laughs> so, um, you well, then you that's guys, good.
0: That's good practice for that because it should be a very similar experience to uh, Netflix for Disney Plus.
1: I really hope so because if not, you guys are in trouble because I'm going to be going help. <laughs>
0: Right. And they, they've they actually been beta testing Disney Plus since uh, September over in the Netherlands. Um, so they've uh, you know, there have been screenshots of what it looks like. Um, very much like I said, you know, it's a it's a Netflix Netflix esque interface. So if you've you know, if you've navigated Netflix, you should be able to ne- navigate Disney Plus.
1: How do they decide that? I mean, do they just say, hmm, let's go to the Netherlands.
0: You'd have you'd have to ask, uh, I don't know, Bob Iger. Why they okay. decided on the Netherlands. Gotcha. Maybe because Lichtenstein was busy that week or something. I don't know.
2: Disney Plus, I think, is worth it if you've got a little bit of extra time on your hands and you like to you know, watch all the Disney stuff, especially the stuff that maybe you haven't seen but you never wanted to pay to rent or pay to purchase. I don't know if this is good for Tony because, Tony, you own all these movies. I don't. So... I'm going to be looking forward to seeing things that I haven't been able to see. But Tony, i have sure seen everything, so what difference does it make?
0: I do own a lot of the content, but I don't own a lot of the older stuff. And that is, uh, you know, older stuff and new content is what I'm excited for.
2: Well, that's good to know, Tony.
0: But I better better purchase some additional storage because I'm going to be downloading a lot of these movies.
2: Speaking of downloading, you should download our show.
0: I, I think I shall. And how do we download that?
2: Well, you're going to want to go to the... It's not called iTunes anymore, you know? It's called Apple Music and then, like, Apple Podcasts. I know, it's kind of confusing. But they changed it. So we are on... You know, it's funny. We always advertise what we're on, but you're listening to us right now, so however you're listening to us just stick with it
0: <laughs> there you go just let it download automatically that's what i do I, I have my i have my kids set everything up for us
2: oh that's so funny but if you are listening to us you might not be following us on the social media pages which i think is very important because we do like to talk about these types of things and you know give you little updates on when the next shows are coming out and what the current show is and and what's going on with the rest of us so i think that's pretty good well, it
0: sounds like Adam's got us wrapping the show up because we usually talk about that at the end of the show.
2: I know, I know. Well, you know what? It's a little late. I need to finish editing another show so we have a show to put out for the next time we want to put a show out because, you know, we're those kind of people. We like to get shows out ASAP. There you go.
0: So I, I think the consensus between the three of us is that we're very excited for Disney+. Plus. November 12th is circled on our calendars. Some of us will be enjoying The Mandalorian along with some Mickey waffles at 6 in the morning. That would be me. We hope that you guys, you know, have have purchased Disney+. Plus. If you haven't purchased it yet, uh, you can go and sign up for it and get one week free. And if you cancel before that week is up, you're under no financial obligation. Additionally, if you're a Verizon, Verizon Unlimited user, Verizon is giving their subscribers uh, one free year of Disney+. Plus. And if you've already signed up for the service, they're just extending your, your time by one year. So uh, you've got that going for you, which is nice. So I guess, uh, I guess that's it. Adam, any, any final thoughts?
2: Don't forget to enjoy life without the television, the Disney Plus, et cetera, because there is still a lot out there. So just
0: But enjoy life with our podcast. Rachel yes. ha- Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, how about you? Any other thoughts?
1: No, I just I, I hope I can make it work. <laughs> so, if uh, not,
0: Rachel uh, will be uh, posting it. on the podcast page for uh, technical support. So yes. uh
1: <laughs>
0: if you see anything from her, feel free to respond and, and help 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 a lady out there.
1: Yes, uh, but if you're out there and you know where I can find the Elizabeth Shoe adventures and babysitting, please let me know.
0: Duly noted. So uh, until next time you've been listening to the mouse and more podcast, we are sponsored by the main street and more travel. So if you are a Disney fan and you want to travel f- Disney or, or, even not a Disney fan, you want to do all inclusives, cruise lines, uh, universal, maybe uh, reach out to the Facebook page. Once again, that's Main Street and more travel, and we'll set you up with an agent. Adam, as he said, is running our social media accounts, which right now consist of Twitter,
2: Instagram, and what's the other one?
0: Kick. We have a Kick account? No.
2: TikTok.
0: We have a TikTok account?
2: No, no TikTok. Don't ask me about that. I don't know how that works.
0: Me neither. I, I need a 14-year-old girl to explain TikTok to me. Good but thing we, you have one. I do. But we do have uh, our Facebook group as well, which is uh, The Mouse and More. Just uh, feel free to search us up and, and join us there. Uh, so until next time, I'm Tony, and uh, I've been joined by Rachel and Adam. Thanks, guys, for your thoughts, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night.
1: Good night. Good night.